This presentation was from Yox Australia 2017, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit yoxaustralia.com.au. Sweet. Uh, so just let me ask around the room, how many people here currently use design walls as part of their, their process or their methodology? Oh, that felt good. All right, good, good. So uh, my name is Dan Smith. I'm a designer for as long as I can remember. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I loved it when I thought about it. Um, and I'm in the business of uh, keeping promises. And uh, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be designing shoes. I have a passion for shoes. I love them. So I think I want to start with a little bit of framing about what today is not. Um, this is not about how to plan for, capture a need, market inside of your company to gather funding and build a plan and get the whole thing going. Uh, this is also not how to successfully uh, complete that program where your research is spot on and absolutely successful. This is also not about how to throw the after party when everything goes perfect. However, if you do throw the after party, I may be able to help you. Here's my contact details. Um, you can search for uh, Dan Smith Sydney because there's like 14,000 Dan Smiths on LinkedIn. You can look for this face. Cool. So what this is about is uh, this is about how to carry the momentum of your program forward long after the research phase is finished. These are bodies of work that are supposed to live on for two, three years. They're supposed to deliver multiple capabilities over that breadth of time. So while um, we heard from Karina and Nova yesterday, inclusion during the process of everyone around you and socialization is very important. It's long after the program is done, which really rings a bell on how to keep it alive, keep the value alive and the momentum alive. So long after the funding goes away, and it will, um, I can share with you one of my philosophies is that an end date is way more important than a start date. Designers are expensive. We are in a really lucky space right now, but we're really expensive. On a sheet, uh, on a ledger sheet, we're, we're a flag. It's not a red flag, but it's a flag. So you come in, you do what you have to do, and you get out, okay? In that time, you have to do your research properly, but this is about what you do when, when, uh, when the research is finished. So how do you do that? You have to create a, a memorable moment around the value that your team creates, and this will carry your program through to success. So how does this look? Well, scale is very important. To large-scale corporations, this is about, once the project is done, sending signals up right, to the highest ranks. right. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to send signals out to the right and the left, and they'll trickle up. If you're at a consultancy, I think it's important for your practitioners who, who have hired you to actually, for them to get this message, so out and up in your own organization. And if you're small, kind of a smaller scale agency, um, I think it's important that this be baked into the plan, that there's a way that after you do your research, that uh, there's a way that you can, over time, promote what, what has been done while you're there. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. So um, trickling value upward with buying from the middle by creating a memorable walkthrough. Here are a few principles. So number one, know this. Uh, if you're committed to design leadership and setting a long-term vision, you're also in the business of keeping promises. Okay? From the minute that you put the idea down and you get people to buy into it, that's your promise that you're going to follow through to this. And of course, to the customer, the end user, the ethical moment that Ash talked about. You of creating a promise, you have to see it through. When it's two or three years long, that's a, that's a heavy promise to sign up to. All right, so my first bit of advice is designate a design steward. Someone who is committed to seeing it through. 
So again, if you're an agency, you might want to have someone inside from day one, um, like Karina was talking about, saying, you are going to be the design steward. You are responsible for, long after this is over, for going around and spreading the word and keeping it alive. Now, as far as uh, smaller agencies goes, uh, I really think that there's an opportunity there to bake in a day a week, a day a month, a few days a month, for someone to be committed to be that design steward long after you're gone. I think it's also a great opportunity to continue the marketing of what the services that you're bringing to these great companies in, uh, in Australia. Okay, ready? Be memorable. Be memorable with your space, whether it's a scrappy bits coming up during the, the messy uh, setup that Karina talked about yesterday. Be memorable with your format, where you have a method, a way, a format that once you're dealing with many of these, your design steward can walk up to each one and see the title, the framing, the background, the principles. They walk up to the next one. It's a format, title, background, principles. These are some of my favorite pieces. My uh, team's working on. I worked on with Ash and team on the one to the right. One to the left is with Karina and crew. I'm really proud of these spaces, and we've worked a long time to curate the format and, how, and the stories that result, revolve around them. Be memorable with your timing. Monday, 9 a.m.? I don't think so. Friday, 5 p.m.? Maybe if you know who's coming in the beers floor, maybe, right? Wednesday, hump day, high energy, either before lunch at about 11 or so, or after, not right after lunch at 3 o'clock, right? Pick your zone, right? And now I'm talking about when to hold these walkthroughs. Be memorable with your amenities. If it's hot out and you know someone's hop, skipping, and jumping, shadow jumping, I call it in Sydney, because once I start sweating, it just doesn't stop. If you know someone's coming from another building, make sure there's some water there, right? If it's before lunch, have some nuts. Energy up. Be memorable with their senses, okay? Now, I can tell you this. One of the smartest women I know in the, in the, in the design realm is called, her name's Allie Sharp. And we did a design room together, and she bought a little bottle of, you know, delicious smelling thing with the sticks. Does that thing even have a name? I don't know. But she created a moment where when you came in, you smelled it. And when you went away and you came back to it, you smelled it again, and you're bringing more people by, and they smell it. I don't have to explain about how smell brings you back to that spot in a second. All right. Be memorable with your vibe. So picture this. It's three months after a large piece of, uh, you know, a kind of service design piece is done. You've got people coming by. They don't know each other. You have to own up to introducing people. They're around. There's some water there. There's some nuts flowing. People are there, and in the background you hear, Could you be loved? Oh, now, then be loved. Right? So it's like you create a vibe, right? Make it memorable, right? Cool. All right. So make sure you design a narrative that everyone can get behind. This part's really important. This is why a design wall is much better than a presentation. Sorry about this, right? A design wall lets people scan around for things that are interest, of interest to them, okay? So the first piece is group people together who have similar goals, right? I want someone from wealth and from advisors. Bring them together. They might not know each other, but you can start the conversation and be the catalyst for that, okay? Um, and on top of that, use, you can use statistics. If you know you're going to get a bunch of bankers in the room, you can use uh, short customer stories if you have designers coming to the room. Uh, showcase insights that speak directly to the individuals. Know your audience, know your audience, know your audience. I knew I could sing in front of you guys, so did my little research, right? All right, one of the, coming up towards the end here, practice resilience. If you say you're going to do it once a week, stick to it. If one person shows up, do it. If 40 people show up, do it. Stick to the plan. You have to keep it alive. 
I don't know who here has experienced a large format journey map program that lived on the wall like a bottle of wine for way too long and you had to resuscitate it, but it's not a good feeling to have to do that. Be resilient. All right, so how did you go? Do people linger around when you're done, right? Well, a good way to check that out is put a, put a nice 15 minutes towards the end. Say it's an hour and uh, tack 15 minutes in the end. If people are hanging and talking and looking, it's working, okay? Um, always ask who can stay the full, who can't stay the full hour, right? Someone's leaving, ask their name, say, oh, I'll make sure I'll get to the part you need to get to before you leave, right? It's important. People are busy, right? Uh, finish early. already talked about that. Write down people's names as they arrive. Find out where they're from and call on them. You say, uh, you know, Ash, uh, remember you talked about that at the beginning of this. Uh, what do you think about this, right? Keep the engagement going. Uh, another piece is uh, always be gathering feedback. We've got to eat our own dog food here, right? So if it's not feeling right, find out why. Make adjustments. Cool. All right. Continue to spread the word in a memorable way, and the message will make its way upward. I promise you. But you have to practice resilience and make it memorable. So if you want to learn more about this, there's three or four pages written in this book about it, um, about design walls and walkthroughs. Um, by Jeff Gothel and uh, Josh Seiden. And I just want to leave you with this. You can do everything right. You can nail it all. You can do every bit right. You can even follow these tips and steps. But sometimes, everything in front of you, you know you can touch it, you can know you can feel it, and you know it's there, and you, you know you can do it. Sometimes, you're just not going to get it. <laughs> I'm Dan Smith. Thanks a lot. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2017. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.